Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for June 15th, 2020. I'm teaching a series entitled Faith and Patience. This is part 43 of the overall series. The title of today's message is Patience and Perseverance Pay Off. Patience and Perseverance Will Pay Off for You. All right, so let's get into the message. So our foundational scriptures are James 1, 2 through 4, uh, and then Ecclesiastes 3 and 1. In James 1, 2 through 4, the Bible says, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you're facing nothing but difficulties, you know what? Listen, we all face difficulties, so get over it. You should see this as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know what? That when your faith is being tested, your faith is going to be tested. And when your faith is tested, it develops something inside of you. It develops the power to endure all things. And then when this patient endurance grows inside of you stronger and stronger and stronger, the Bible says that it releases perfection or maturity into every area, every aspect of your life until the point where there is nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken. And that's what you want to get to. In Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, the Bible says that there is a right time, there's a time in a season for everything. And everything is going to happen in your life at just the right time, which is why you need faith, which is why you need patience, which is why you got to hold on. This is why you got to persevere. It's going to happen at just the right time. And then we've been looking at the life of Joseph. So this is Genesis chapter 41. I stopped last week at verse 55. Let me read for you verses 56 and 57. The Bible says, there was famine everywhere. So Joseph gave people grain from the warehouses. Now he sold grain to the people of Egypt, but the famine was so bad that it wasn't just in Egypt, it was everywhere. So people were coming from other nations as well to buy grain from Egypt from Joseph. So now you have a situation to where since they were prepared, you got people from all the surround, not just their citizens, but people from all the surrounding area coming and buying grain from them. And God was lifting up Egypt in, a ta- in, a, in the middle of a famine. God was raising up Egypt. They were, they were able to thrive while other people were, were caught off guard. Why? Because they listened to God and they patiently endured through seven long years of doing what was right. Eventually, it paid off for them. So what does this mean to you today? On this Monday morning, as we're seeking to set the tone for the whole week, what does this mean to you today. I have three things to share with you on this Monday morning, and I want you to open up your heart to receive these three things. This is the the time in the message where now you rid yourself of all distractions, focus in. Three things. Number one, here we go. While you patiently do what God told you to do, you are going to have to resist thoughts of fear and doubt and of unbelief. Why? Because these thoughts of fear, doubt, and unbelief, the thoughts that Satan drops in your mind, He's going to tell you that you are wasting your time. Listen, you are being patient right now. You're, you are doing what God called you to do. But while you are patiently waiting on God to manifest his glory, while you are patiently waiting on God to manifest the dream, the devil is going to tell you that you are wasting your time and you have to resist those thoughts. Diligence during times of abundance can seem unnecessary. Now, I want you to think about this for a minute. The, the, the nation of Egypt had abundance, abundance like they had never seen. Seven years of abundance, seven years of overflow, seven years of just like the best years of their lives. And during that time, Joseph was like, hey, 
diligent, laser focused. He has discipline. Hey, let's store up 20% of the grain. Take it over here. 20% of the grain. Take it over there. Let's store it up. Make sure that it's ready. Let's save it right. We're going to need this stuff later. All this stuff. And people, I'm sure, were looking at Joseph and were like, this is stupid. Why are we doing this? We don't need to be doing this. Look, everything is great right now. We don't need to be doing this. Everything is great right now. So for you to have discipline when it seems like you don't need it, it's and the Holy Spirit is telling you that you do need it. Listen, there's going to be pressure on you not to live that way, but this is what you need. You need to develop habits today that are going to prepare you for your tomorrow. Imagine what it was like during that time where Joseph, Joseph is like, no, he is dutifully executing the plan and people are thinking that this is ridiculous. But while you are executing God's plan, while you are doing what God told you to do, the devil is going to tell you that this is stupid, that is dumb, that is ridiculous, that, that you are wasting your time. But don't listen to him. Keep doing what God told you to do. Your patience and your perseverance are going to pay off in the long haul. While you are patiently preparing, I'll be honest with you, sometimes God leads you to do stuff that seems unnecessary. While you are patiently preparing, you, you will do things that you think, like even in your own self, you, you have to think, well, is this really going to pay off? Listen, if God told you to do it, it is going to pay off. When the season shifts, right? When the season shifts and other people are caught or left, like they say, holding the bag, you will be the one that's prepared because you listen to the Holy Spirit. There will come a day where you look back and you thank God. Matter of fact, you're going to even thank yourself. You're going to look back and thank yourself. You're going to thank yourself for not succumbing to the pressure to give up, to cave in, to quit. You're going to thank yourself for holding on long enough to see what God said. So in this season, please do not cut corners. In this season, please stick with the process. It is going to pay off. Think about what they had to do. They had to do this for 84 months. For 84 months, they had to be diligent. But then when the 84 months of, of famine came, they were ready. Why? Because they didn't cut corners. There, as, a, as a believer, as I close out this point, you cannot cut corners in your time of preparation. You cannot take a shortcut because you can't bypass what God is doing in your life. Remember, God is not punishing you. He is preparing you. But if you fail to patiently endure while God is processing you, while God is preparing you, all you are doing is hurting yourself. You're not hurting anybody else. You are hurting yourself. But your future self, right? The future you will thank you for being prepared. The future you will thank you for the discipline that you are exhibiting today. Your future you will thank you for, for sticking with the process no matter how long it takes. Because remember, greater is coming. But you have to be diligent today in order to be prepared for your tomorrow. Say amen to that. All right, number two. If, if God does not keep you from it, then he can bless you in it. Let me say that. If God, God can either keep you from something, right? He can shield you or protect you, or he can bless you in it. Let me say it this way in a way that you can understand. Let's say a storm is coming, right? A storm is coming. God can either keep you from the storm or he can give you an umbrella. <laughs> Let me say that again. God can either keep you from the storm 
or he can just give you the umbrella and then you could be in the middle of the storm and you're not bothered by it. You are unfazed by it. You are not, listen, you could be in the middle of a global recession. You could be in the middle of a global downturn and you're not moved and you're not phased and you're not shaken and you're not disturbed. You know why? Because God is your source. He can either keep you from the storm or give you the umbrella. In John chapter 17, Jesus prayed for us, for you and I. And you know what he prayed? He said, Father, don't take them out of the world. I don't want you to take them out of the world. He said, now they're in the world. They're not of the world, but I don't, I don't want you to take them out of the world. You didn't take me out of the world. I want you to leave them right there. I want you to put them right there in the middle of where everybody else can see them so that you can be glorified through them. I want them to be right in the middle of the storm, but them have an umbrella and the storm is not even bothering them. I want you to leave them right in the middle of COVID-19. And while COVID-19 is affecting all other kind of people, I want you to just have them right there. Their business is not impacted. I want you to leave them right there. Their disposition is not changed. I want you to leave them right there in the middle of a famine while everybody else is impacted. Egypt was not impacted. Why? Because God has a way of either keeping you from it or blessing you in it. God can bless you right there in the middle of something else that's destroying others. It will not destroy you. So when other people are struggling, you should get excited because this is your opportunity to shine. This is your opportunity to let the light of God shine to you and then sh shine through you for all the world to see. When people are, when, listen, when people are not struggling, they're not looking for God. But when people are struggling, they're looking for God and they are going to find him in you because you put God on display every day. Good or bad, rain or shine, it doesn't matter. God is your source and that's how you live consistently. So when seasons change, people are going to be looking to you. You got it? Number three, if you diligently stick with God's plan, you will be prepared when others are not. Now, you can be in the same place at the same time as other people, and then something happens, and they're not prepared, and you are. You know why? Because you listen to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will tell you to do things today that you're like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. The Holy Spirit will tell you to do things today, like, hey, put this here. Save that there. Store this up. I want you to do this. No, don't go down that road. No, don't partner with this person. You know, and then later on, that person did something. You're like, whew, thank you, Lord, that you kept me from that. The Holy Spirit will tell you to do this and do that. And you're doing things today and you're not even sure why you're doing it. But if you are patient, I'm telling you, and you keep doing what God is telling you to do, there will come a day where you are glad that you did. There will come a day where your patience in your today will pay off in your tomorrow. So do what God is telling you to do. Do it even when you don't understand it. Even when you don't know, understand why he's telling you to do it, do it. Even if you don't understand why he's telling you to be so focused, so diligent, so disciplined, do it. Even you don't, you don't understand, Lord, why you keep getting me up at four o'clock in the morning? I don't want to get up at four o'clock in the morning. Why do you wake me up at one o'clock in the morning to pray? I don't want to get up at one o'clock in the morning to pray. But God says, do it. And you keep doing it. And you're listening to the Holy Spirit. Listen, what you are doing today is preparing you for your tomorrow. We serve a God, the Bible says, if you read, Daniel chapter three, we serve a God that can allow you to walk through the fire and, 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 and you can come out the other side unscathed. We serve a God, if you look at the, the story of the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, we serve a God who will get down in the fire with you. He may not deliver you from the fire, but he will deliver you in the fire. And you can come out of the fire and not even smell like smoke. I'm saying that you can come out on the other side and not even be impacted negatively by what is going on and by what is crushing others it will not crush you because you are exhibiting patience and perseverance and I guarantee you is going to pay off. Number four and finally, last point for today, people need to see something in you that they do not have. People need to see something in you that they do not have.
I'm telling you, the Bible says that you ought to be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks of you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Uh, so I'm saying that you got to be ready to, add, to answer the question, hey, Rick, why do you have so much hope? Hey, brother, sister, why do you have so much hope? What People are going to come and ask you for a reason for the hope when they can see the hope. But if they don't see the hope, they will not come to you. They will never ask for you to, to give an answer for the, for the hope if they can't see the hope. Let, let me say it this way. Let me say it another way so you can understand it. No one will ever come to you if all they ever see in you is problems because they have problems. If they look at you and they go, oh, wow, um, they're having marital problems. But they look at your marriage and your marriage is jacked up. They go, well, I guess we're not going to talk to them because marriage being jacked up, check, we got that. You know, you're having financial, they're having financial problems. They're not, not going to ask you if you're having financial problems. Financial problems, well, we already got that, check. If all they're seeing you is problems, they're going to be like, problems, we got problems, check, we already got that. I'm not going to go to somebody to try to get out of something that all I see in them is the same thing that I have. You're supposed to be different. You're supposed to look different. The reason why people were coming from all the nations around to Egypt, because Egypt was the only one that was prepared. Egypt was the only one that has that had grain. I'm saying people need to see something in you that they do not have. In the middle of despair, they need to see joy in you. In the middle of a peace where people have no peace, they need to see that you are a person that has peace. And it's even better, watch this, let me say this, it's even better when they know that you are facing stuff that they're facing. But it seems like you don't face it the same way. You have a joy, you have a peace, you have you have rest, you have a smile on your face, you have a spring in your step. And they're like, my God, I know that she just went through that. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Didn't she just go through that? Wait a minute, isn't she dealing with the same thing I'm dealing with? Why is it that she's not dealing with it the same way? They need to see something in you that they don't have. People were coming from everywhere to Egypt. Why? Because Egypt in that moment was light. Egypt in that moment was salt. Why? Because they listened to God. Why? Because they switched systems. Why? Because they were diligent. They had perseverance. They had patience. In the time of plenty, they were still disciplined. In the time of plenty. So when the time of famine came, they were ready. And they were shining as light. I'm telling you, you got to stick with it. You got to be patient. Eventually, it's going to pay off. Yes, right now, you're like, I don't know. I don't know why God keeps... God, why, why do you want me to do it this way? And you're really on me about doing it this way. Why do you have me doing this? Why do you have me reading so much, so many chapters? Why do you have me praying uh, uh, for so long? Why do you have me? Listen, stop complaining about it. God is preparing you for your future and your diligence today is going to pay off in your tomorrow. Patience and perseverance will pay off. There is coming a day when the season will shift. And in that moment, you're going to be glad that you were, that you had that discipline. In that moment, you will be unbothered. You will be unfazed. You will be unmoved. And people will be like, wait a minute, why is this not destroying you like it's destroying us? Why? Because in that moment, they will be able to see that God is your source. They will see something in you that they don't have. That's how you draw the world. They need to, if all they ever see in you, if you are just like them, if you act like them, you sound like them, you, you do what they do. You, you Listen, if you are just like the world, then the world will never come to you. Guess what? I know this is not popular today, but as I close, let me remind you. The Bible says, be holy, even as God is holy. You know what holy means? Holy means set apart. Holy means sanctified. Holy means, yeah, this is not stuff we like to talk about today, but you're supposed to be different. 
Yeah, there's some. There's a reason why you don't hear cuss words coming out of my mouth. There's a reason why why you're never gonna see me smoking a cigarette. There's a reason why you you're never gonna see me drinking alcohol. We're supposed to be different. I'm not telling you that that you have to do all of these things. Listen, you gotta operate in your own conviction. But I'm saying that people should see something in you that is different from what they see in the mirror when they look at themselves. And so that's how God is gonna draw the world to Him. He's gonna do it through you. But you have to be different. You have to be okay with being different. You have to be okay with being you and not be moved. And you don't have to do what they do. And you don't have to say what they say. And you don't have to participate in in the nasty jokes. And you don't have to laugh at that stuff. You don't have, you can be different and it's okay. Be who it is that God has called you to be because there will come a day when, when they're going through something, you're the first person they call. You know why? Because they saw something in you that was different. So don't give up. Greater is coming. Patience and perseverance will pay off. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I know that patience and perseverance will eventually pay off for me. Therefore, I resist thoughts of fear, doubt, and unbelief. I resist every urge to cut corners and to take shortcuts. I do what is right. I do it right every time. I remain focused. I do what you lead me to do, (laughs) even when I don't understand it. And I know that in the end, my ladder shall be greater. (laughs) My labor is not in vain. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Put in your your email address, click on the subscribe button, and you'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, go into this day knowing that patience and perseverance, yes, sometimes all of this discipline that God requires of you, sometimes it seems foolish, but I'm telling you, it's going to pay off and it will pay off over time. That there will come a day where you look back and you're like, man, thank you. You will thank yourself for not giving up on God and not giving up on your future. Greater is coming for you. Do me a favor, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube live or Facebook live, leave me some comments in the chat. I love you. God loves you more. I will see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.